The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss the growing concerns for marketers when it comes to privacy and compliance. Joining us is Grothaman Ragathaman, who is the Chief Executive Officer at Achilles. Achilles is a MarTech solutions provider that looks to restore transparency, equitability, and trust in the digital marketing sector. Rooted in the pillars of unification, discovery, and engagement, Achilles benefits brands, platforms, and consumers alike by delivering solutions that ensure privacy-compliant personalization. Yesterday, Gothamon and I talked about why data management is more than just privacy compliance. And today we're going to talk about some of the perils of personalization in a privacy-first world. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Gothamon Jiman Ragothamon, the Chief Executive Officer at Achilles. Gothamon, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you. Excited to have you back on the show for anybody that didn't hear our conversation yesterday, we were talking about privacy compliance and how as cookies go away, as there is more light shed on how marketers are collecting data and whether they have consent to use it, we need a decentralized system to be able to keep that record. And that's what Achilles does, Gothamun's company. Today, we're going to talk about personalization in a privacy first world. Gothamun, the world is becoming more personal. The internet is becoming more personal. We have more data to be able to better target and present relevant messaging to our consumers. That also creates some privacy concerns. Talk to me about how you view this world and the overlap of personalization and privacy. Personalization to me is a double-edged sword. There is a time where it crosses the boundaries of delivering personalized experiences to snooping around or stalking yourself and doing something more than what you would want your own consumer to be comfortable of. So there is a thin line at which it stops to become more utilitarian. So that's, again, is a function of how well you know your consumer, what are the kind of constant they've given you, and when to stop talking to him or her beyond what you don't want to talk to. So what it means is that it is a relationship between two entities, between the consumer and the brand or the marketer, so unless and until the marketer maintains a record of what's been done with their consumers, let's say, for example, have I talked to this consumer more than three times to irritate him or have I only spoken to him twice? 
when do I know that I have overheated the communication with him? It's what we call as the frequency capping of the communication, right? That is very, very critical thing, which the marketeers are now struggling to find some method to this over-engineering of personalization. That's a really hard thing to figure out, right? Hey, I have a record with a client and I want them to buy something and I'm going to reach out. How do I know how much outreach is too much? When we do cold outreach to try to find sponsors for the MarTech podcast, we send a three email sequence. This is cold outreach. I've heard companies saying, hey, you should send eight emails in a month to try to drive conversions. And to me, that might have better business performance, but it also pisses people off. And I think that that's a big part of what we're trying to avoid as marketers. You know, it's not just the business relationships. It's also the brand reputation. How do you find the balance of how much communication is enough when you're trying to personalize your outreach? It's a tricky one. Today, marketers are struggling to find the diminishing returns of where it stops. There are very conventional views about talk to the consumer at the point of purchase or point of sale when he or she is going to make a decision and that's the most effective one. And outside those moments of truth, when they purchase, price is more than enough and anything more than three is an overkill. And not just from a personalization point of view, it is also from the money you're spending. So you're actually spending wasteful money on talking to a consumer when you should be talking to another consumer to bring them on board. There are quite a few research that's been done. I mean, those marketers who are listening to this will definitely appreciate this concept of frequency capping. But the challenge we have today is frequency capping today is being done within the individual gardens. Means that I can cap my frequency within Facebook. I can cap my frequency within Spotify. But it's the same consumer walking into different gardens. Can I cap the frequency across the internet? And that's where the question is coming in. And marketers are now trying to find a way in which we can do cross-media measurement to ensure that this is being done in an independent manner where all the platforms come together to make the world a better place or make internet a better place for everybody. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. 
So is that realistic? Do you see a scenario where you can blend your Google and your Facebook frequency caps to limit the number of ad impressions that a customer is receiving? And then you mentioned Amazon, Spotify, the list is endless in terms of where you could spend your budget. I think WFA is doing an outstanding job as an industry body to bring it to life. They've just released their guidelines and framework globally for individual markets to try it out. I do not think there's any solution instantly. Even if a solution can be put in place, it'll probably take a year and a half. But personally, I believe as an ex-marketeer, a good start is always better than not starting at all. Yeah. You know, we're talking about personalization. There's also a privacy component to this conversation as well. I received a piece of direct mail the other day that freaked me out because it was from a crematorium saying, hey, Benjamin, we see that your address is blank, 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 California, and we just want to make sure that you are still reserving your spot at our (laughs) crematorium. Now, first off, it's a crematorium. You don't need to reserve a spot. That was the whole point. But they actually had my address and they published it on this card. Now, how the hell they got that, I don't know. And I definitely don't have a spot reserved at a crematorium, nor do I plan to go to one anytime soon. There is a privacy concern when it comes to personalization in terms of what you're saying, not how often you're saying it. Talk to me about where the line in the sand is when it comes to what you're publishing and how you're personalizing. In a philosophical manner, Benjamin, it's self-governance. I would say it's the best thing to do. I mean, many times we talk about smoking is bad for health. There are public announcements on how bad smoking is, but people still smoke. These are self-inflicting activities. So an organization should recognize the limits beyond which they can go. And consumer will also shake it off when they realize that somebody is really going beyond the limits to do it. So it's about reputation, which the company needs to maintain and manage it very well. At the same time, when such activities do happen, people put it off. I mean, you will never have a respected company once again who has done this kind of a marketing campaign to you. Bottom line, it's self-governance, Benjamin. I hear what you're saying, that companies that overstep their boundaries in terms of what information they're publishing or promoting to you. Hey, we know your address. Do you want to become our customer? Hey, we know all this information about you that you didn't give to us. That, That creeps me out, mostly because it was a crematorium. But there's also the question of not just whether they should have put that information in their mailer. There was also the question of how they got that information. And really, my first response is, whatever company this is, I want to delete my user record for them so they can't continue to market to me. And also, I don't want them having my PII. I wish there was a decentralized version of your public record, just like what you were talking about with privacy compliance, that could talk about the information that you have out there that is used for personalization. I think the companies will increasingly become wary of sharing it with uh, others for marketing purposes. It's because typically the case of crematorium happened only when a company has shared your data and the second party marketeer has abused that data with them for mindless CPMs or whatever it is they've sold it to another company who wants to just deliver impressions. They counted as just another vehicle to advertise. But when GDPR's equivalent CCPA or CRPA comes into force in the U.S. and there are similar regulations in each of the countries, these regulations will control this in a significant manner. It is still today Wild West, I would say, on managing data. 
So talk to me about what Achilles' role is when you think of personalization in the time of privacy. What's the role that you play in this space? So we, as I was talking about it yesterday, I'll just build on this. We enable more than two or three enterprises or as many enterprises as possible to safely and securely exchange their first-party data for mutual benefit. And that provides quite a few opportunities. For example, a set of publishers can come together to give an offer in marketplace of their subscribers to a particular brand to say, should you find this particular demographic individual amongst our market, we offer you this particular profiles in a compliant manner for you to engage with them. It's safe and secure because frequency capping is taken care of. We maintain a record of the individual and how many communications have been made. It helps the brand to talk to a consented individual. And that individual also is reassured that all of them have maintained a record of what's been done with them. So you can always follow up with them or if there's any queries that's been taken care of. So we're giving a very clean environment for marketeers and the brands and the publishers to use their first party data in a better way. I don't want to use the word use, but work on the first party data for a better life. Well, Gautman, you're in a hot space these days. You've managed to connect privacy, personalization, blockchain. You're one square away from winning marketing bingo in 2021. So congratulations. And thanks for being our guest on the MarTech Podcast. Thanks a lot, Benjamin. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks again to Gothaman Jiman Ragathaman, who is the Chief Executive Officer at Achilles. If you'd like to get in touch with Gothaman, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Gothaman, R-G-O-W-T-H-A-M-A-N-R. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Achilles.com, A-Q-I-L-L-I-Z.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B. E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.